Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, July 26th. Hope things are well for you. Uh, we did have uh, kind of a mixed bag yesterday. We'll talk about that and more. Uh, when Dave joins us here in just a few moments, before we do that, though, let's remember there's only a few things that we can really control when it comes to our finances, and risk is a big part of that. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Just go to your core retirement design. We help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. There's no doubt. I am Morning Dave. It's 839 now, 21 before 9. Time for a chance to check in and see what's going on on Wall Street this morning with your retirement plans. And because we care about your retirement plans, we got an expert on in. Philip Stadler from Stadler Financial Services, as always, is on the phone. Philip, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today. Coming to you from the home. Uh, just run a little behind, so uh, it was easier to do this than uh, than try to scurry into the office. So, but uh, yeah. uh, but you know, yesterday we had kind of a I don't know a, a mixed bag, which was uh, not not a bad thing, I guess. Nothing tragic happened yesterday, uh, even on the downside. I was going to say it was pretty much a par normal day. Dow was up by ninety one. Standard and Poor's was up by five. Nasdaq was off by fifty one and a half. But one has to mention that this last couple of week rally, Nasdaq has actually rallied more than the other indexes too. So you know, okay, fine, kind of a basic hold steady day relative to what we're used to. And then the end of the day came yesterday, and if anybody saw Caddyshack, you'll understand this analogy. Walmart just decided to throw a baby Ruth into the swimming pool and scare the pants off of everybody, didn't they? Yeah, they, they really did, Dave. It's, uh, um, it's hard. You just come out and say a few words, and man, do the future start to, uh, to, to head the other direction, as well as other retailers were affected uh, by that as well. Well, there's an old phrase about what's good for GM is good for America, and uh, the current variation on that is what's good for Walmart is generally good for retail in general. So when Walmart issues an earnings warning right in advance of the uh, real meat of earnings season, that kind of scares the pants off of everybody. And uh, it really wasn't what we needed to hear with a case of jitters anyway with a Federal Reserve meeting going on even as we speak. Yeah, it really wasn't, Dave. You know, here's what they had to say. They said, you know, the consumer is feeling the impact of inflation is basically the report. And they're having to focus on food and fuel, meaning they don't have the money to spend on clothes and electronics and those discretionary items. So that's what they're seeing within their own inventory. They're having to reduce prices mark them down on clothes just to move them out so it can get the next wave of inventory in that they've got on order um so that's really affected walmart they're down almost nine percent this morning um and just to give you an idea it's also affecting amazon amazon's down almost four percent targets down almost five percent so some other big retail giants um feeling the effects of that same information coming out for walmart I'm seeing a boatload of retail on my big loser list. So, that, you know, there's an entire sector sell-off going on retail this morning. And, you know, put that up against the backdrop yesterday. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was uh, talking to reporters, and she said, well, you've got to keep in mind there really is no official definition of a recession. So even if the gross domestic product does shrink for two consecutive quarters, that's not our definition of a recession. So consequently, there isn't one on board. Uh, 
you know, I, I started thinking George Orwell is still alive and well, right? You know, some people, they have to make things up as they go. Um, <laughs> and that's really what you see there, because as long as I've been doing this, as I mean, from the time I was in college, right? The whole idea is if you have two negative quarters in GDP, that is by definition a recession. So there is a definition out there. She may not like the definition. She may try to rewrite another definition, but but there is a definition out there. Uh, yeah, that was kind of my reaction, too. I mean, wait a minute. You're the former chair of the Federal Reserve. Which economic textbook did you read out of? <laughs> uh, it, was, it, was, it was one of those strange political statements. And to be fair... Uh, it is turning into kind of a weird recession because the empl- you know the employment picture is still inordinately strong by some measures, and uh, things are not doing terribly, but you know things like walmart 's guidance kind of gives us the idea, yeah, things are a little bit tougher than they were eighteen twenty four months ago well let 's look at another side of the coin right she 's talking about GDP numbers well let 's just talk about inversions right i 'm mm-hmm. looking at the inversion numbers i hadn 't looked for a little while. And oh my goodness, um, everything seems to be better than the 10 year, uh, the five year, the two year, the one year, the six months, all yielding higher than the 10 year. Um, and you got the two and the 30 equal. So um, you got the I just saw higher. I just saw a tick up on mine, and my delayed quotes are not as accurate as yours, but right now I'm showing the two above the 30. Uh, so the trend is in a direction that gives us almost the ultimate inversion on bond rates. Well, it could be. Mine doesn't update. My, my inversion numbers don't quite update as fast. Um, so this is probably 15 minutes delayed, too. Uh, but but that's still um, pretty significant. Um, so you, you have to start adding things together uh, to determine where we're at. And, and I got to say that these are not encouraging numbers. Absolutely. And as I was saying, it may be a weird recession because it it, it appears if we keep going on the path that we're on right now, a soft landing is a possibility. But for the government to say, no, we just simply are going to redefine the word recession and say we're not in one, that was one of those bang one's head against the wall moments and uh, let it go forward. Bunch of things going to cause us jitters later on today. We've got a boatload of housing numbers coming up, pricing indexes, uh, the the, uh, Case-Shiller 20-day composite uh, affects housing, and uh, the Conference Board Consumer Confidence number all comes out after 9 this morning. The Consumer Confidence one at 10. If we cross our fingers, they end up being positives. We can hold to a minor loss today, but uh, there's a lot of stuff on the horizon that can affect us, not the least of which is going to be worries about what the Federal Reserve is going to do tomorrow afternoon at 2 p.m. Well, that's true, Dave. And the other side of that is if the numbers, I mean, let's just look at, you know, a lot of times you're not talking about how bad news can be good news and good news can be bad news. Mm -hmm. Um, And that could be a case here if we get – you know, the case Schiller and the and the new home sales better than expected, the Fed may not like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, coming in as expected would be a really good thing right now to avoid making the Federal Reserve go crazy and do a full percent, a full one percent rate bump after we kind of baked in three quarters of a percent. Well, that, that's right. I mean, I would like it to come in just as the expectations are right now. 
Yeah, no surprise is good news today. Speaking of uh, surprises and whatnot, a whole bunch of them coming out as earnings season hits its meat. I was kind of using the analogy, the old phrase, what's good for General Motors is good for America. That was the old 1940s and 50s phrase. Uh, General Motors was not as happy with the results as we were hoping for, I gather. No, they they had a little miss. They they fell short of estimates um, as far as their earnings per share. However, they did beat on revenue. Um, so, so that was good, but they're still having, you know, some issues. They're preparing for an economic slowdown. Um, they're hiring fewer people, and we're seeing that across the board now, where companies are either uh, curtailing their their hiring, or they're actually starting to lay people off. I was reading an article over the weekend of uh, a, a handful of companies that are laying off anywhere from 50 to a thousand people. And so uh, that's going to continue to start affecting our unemployment numbers uh, on a weekly basis. But, but they did, they, they had an okay quarter, but that just that one thing kind of hurt them on earnings. And I'm sure supply chain is still an issue. They didn't really talk about that, but from what everybody else is talking about. Uh, so they're trading down about 2% this morning. The chip shortage is something that we just haven't heard a lot about lately, but I haven't heard any good news that they've unclogged that supply chain either. No, and as much as China's been under lockdown over the last three or four months, I got to think it's still an issue. I, I was kind of putting the same two and two together myself. Just the, the absence of news, I would think that if there was a big boatload of chips that showed up in Los Angeles and unloaded, it would be top news in all of our financial tip sheets, and we haven't heard anything about that. No, no, we haven't. I mean, I could see a, a, a slide on that, which would be, hey, let's don't let anybody know, and they'll still think there's a shortage and we can get a higher price. <laughs> you, you cynic, <laughs> you. Who else got some news this morning? Hey, we have a, a couple more. We have Polaris, the recreational vehicle maker, the side-by-side guys, um, and they, uh, they beat uh, across the board. Uh, I mean, well, not across the board. I'm sorry. They beat on earnings, which is good. Revenue was a little short of expectations. Again, they are still battling to supply chain issues. Um, and then they, they use that I word inflation pressure is, uh, is popping up here towards the end of the quarter, uh, giving them some issues. So uh, Polaris though is up this morning, up three and a half percent. That's good to hear. Any uh, other indications? You got another so one have, or two? Uh, it got general electric. Um, okay. you know, their, their business has really changed over the last 10 years. Uh, but they, uh, they had better than expected second quarter profits and revenue, so they they won across the board. Uh, they uh, they're seeing a strong recovery in their jet engine business because you know people are ordering more jets from Boeing, and so um, obviously they need engines to go with that. So some good news there for GE. They're up four point six percent today, Dave. Much good. good that mean eventually they'll be big enough to get back into the Dow in about twenty <laughs> years. <laughs> I got two more for you. So we got okay. Whirlpool. Whirlpool's an old class name, been around for a long time. Uh, but uh, they had a, a quarterly loss, um, but revenue was better than expected. And so that was good. The overall loss, though, for them, you got to give them some credit because the reason of the loss is because of their exit from Russia. That put mm. pressure on them. Um, so that's not, that's not being held against them. Uh, they're up 2% this morning. Cool. And then Said one more. Oh, one more, an old standby, Coca-Cola. Um, yes. Coca-Cola ha- had a good quarter. They uh, they beat on earnings and revenue, and so uh, they are doing well up about nine-tenths of a percent this morning. 
good. It's nice to see a consumer good going up, given all the news we got out of the retail sector. Resetting the table mixed day yesterday on Wall Street, although generally we're going to call it green for the most part. 45 minutes before we open, we've kind of given the morning. We're looking at a little bit more red ink this morning, aren't we, Philip? We, we really are. Now, hopefully our numbers at 10 o'clock are good numbers, and maybe we can reverse this trend. But, but as of right now, uh, we're seeing some downward pressure on the indexes as a whole. The Dow is down four-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 is down almost a half a percent. The NASDAQ 100 down seven-tenths of a percent. So everything is, is down substantially. Uh, silver is actually up about a half a percent. Gold going the opposite direction, down about a tenth of a percent. Crude oil not going the direction you and I would like it to be. It's up 1.3% right now to $98 a barrel. And given the fact that the decline was based upon expectations of lower economic activity, I'll blame that on Jenna Schelling saying, well, no, there's no recession, right? That, that's right. There you go. <laughs> it's got to be it. Mixed bag on both the Asian rim and in Europe. Asian rim was mostly up this morning at the close. Europe is decidedly mixed. British markets are up by six-tenths of a percent. German and French markets are both red halfway through their day. Getting a uh, pick as to how to make a retirement plan happen takes an expert. And it takes an expert pair of eyes to get that plan going right for you and your specific needs. How do I find you in order to get that plan for me, Philip? Dave, you know, that's why we developed our core retirement design to help people design the retirement they always dreamed of. And give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. And then, give, then check out our radio show this weekend. Statler Financial Radio Show is on at 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday. 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. And remember, there's a lot of things out there that you and I cannot control. But when it comes to your retirement, you can control how much risk you have in your current portfolio. But you have to know what that risk is first. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And with that, have a great day. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye now.